Dracula. Okay, obviously we're dealing with a little bit more than just narcissism here. Bastard. You're listening to Scotty and Andrew, and this is Fun with Horror. Hello, everyone. I'm Andrew. And I'm Scotty. (laughs) Jeez, well done, man. Uh, Welcome, everyone, to episode 90. 90. Holy moly. Of Fun with Horror, the movie review podcast in which two long-distance best friends give each other horror movies to watch, and then we discuss them the following episode. Hey, we only have two rules here at Fun with Horror. Number one, whoever picks the movie has to pick a movie that they've never seen. And number two, we both have to get our eyeballs on that movie before we discuss it. (laughs) This is true. And it was my pick last, and I chose... The 2023 movie, Renfield, directed by Chris McKay and starring Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Cage, and Aquafina, as well as many others, which we'll discuss later. And of course, stay tuned to the end of this episode to hear what I'm going to pick for our next movie. Yay! But until then, happy Pride Month, Andrew. Hey, happy Pride Month, Scotty. Yeah. I love your shirt. I love your shirt. Thank you. It's my Fangoria uh, trans support shirt. Right on. Because we here at Fun with Horror, we try to be the best allies we can be. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. We're both just straight white men. But <laughs> yeah, we try to we try to be the best we can be. We try to be good allies. So absolutely. So we love all of our uh, LGBTQ family and friends. Yes. Hugs. Hugs and yeah, um, I think as of right now, buddy, mm-hmm. on Fright Rags they have those beautiful Fangoria uh, Pride Month T-shirts. Yes, yes. I think I know, they're I still saw available. You posted that. Yeah, they're still available for a couple days. So nice. Everybody, go get one. Very cool shirts. Andrew, I finally finished In Search of Darkness Part Three, and. That's a long movie. <laughs> it was. It's a long documentary. Yes, uh, it's, it was like five hours and forty minutes. <laughs> My gosh! And man, what an interesting trilogy of documentaries that was. Yeah, yeah. I think I've kind of mentioned it to you, but it's interesting watching all three of them and seeing them go from very well-known eighties mm-hmm. horror movies in the first documentary. So all of a sudden, the third documentary where there were so many movies I had never heard of. Crazy, dude. Yeah, they I mean, there's people talking about these movies that know these movies. Uh, They they really uh, did a deep dive into like some Hispanic horror movies um, or Latin horror movies and some a few a few uh, Asian horror movies from the 80s that. Nobody's ever heard about because the Asian horror boom didn't happen until, I think, the late 90s. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. But I think it's on Shutter, so, you know. Nice. Might be some more for the list. Yeah. Uh, um, 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe a couple. <laughs> it does. The the third one does have one of my personal favorite '80s horror movies. It's called Without Warning. I've mentioned it to you. Right. It's got special meaning for me and my dad, and you know, my mm. dad sh- uh, watching it with me one day when I was sick. It's it's a low budget horror movie, but it's got Jack Palance and it's I I always had a love for it my whole life. So happy that Scream Factory put out a Blu-ray of it that I own. Nice. That's awesome. They mentioned that one and then a whole bunch of others. And it's just it's just a really interesting documentary. Nice. All right. All right. Well, I know the like I said, I mean, the first one's great. And I, that's the only one I've seen. But it was so much fun just to sit there and. You get just enough to to give you either the nostalgia factor or the the hunger to watch it. So I think it's they're a great documentary series. The hunger, the hunger. You know who else is hungry? Who? Dracula. <gasps> Why am I not embracing what I truly am? Which is a god around here. An immortal, insatiable, <laughs> all-powerful being. Hey, buddy. Hey. <laughs> Have you ever seen the original Dracula? You know, I'm not sure. I I really don't remember. I feel like all the old Universal monster movies. I I feel like I saw them when I was young, really young. But I I truly don't remember. So if you were to ask me trivia about them, I would absolutely get them wrong because I don't know. I can tell you as a fact that I did not see them when I was younger. I saw some weird ones. I saw Abbott Costello (laughs) meet Frankenstein or whoever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid. Nice. I never saw the originals. I never saw the classics. And I remember I bought a box set of the Universal Monsters movies. Cool. And it's got like the eight main movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to name them all. Right. But I watched Dracula and Frankenstein and still to this day have not watched the rest of them. Oh, wow. OK, nice. Could they show up on Fun with Horror? You never know. You never know. You never know. Never, ever know. But I just bought Dracula on iTunes. I bought the new yes. 4K HDR copy, and it's a beautiful <laughs> picture. But you know why I bought it? Why? Well, let me tell you a story. It's about a it's about a little independent movie studio called Universal Studios. I've not heard of it. <laughs> they put out these old monster movies back in the old days, and. They wanted to reboot it and make a shared universe of monster movies, my friend. (laughs) The first movie they put out was a massive failure. It was called Dracula Untold. I watched that one. You have? (laughs) I have, yeah. (laughs) Did you think it was a massive failure? You know, I (laughs) I guess I didn't think it was like the worst thing I'd ever seen. Um, There was cool moments. Was it a good start to the new series? Maybe not, but <laughs> I don't know if I would call it like the worst movie because it got a lot of hate. And I don't know. I, I was like, all right, it's fine. Well, let me tell you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that didn't go off well. So they 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 decided that they were going to uh, start fresh. <laughs> and you know you know the recipe for success. You know what that is? What is it? Tom Cruise. You're you're darn right. Tom Cruise is the recipe for success. <laughs> so they'd have him starring in a movie called The Mummy. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't going to be a reboot of Brendan Fraser's Mummy. It was right. going to be a new retelling of the uh, the old Mummy story. And mm-hmm. that was going to be the beginning. And, you know, another movie they had on deck was a, a movie based on Dracula's Familiar. Uh, mm. Renfield and it, Robert Kirkman of The Walking Whoa. Dead. He's yeah. the, he came up with this beautiful story. He was going to he he uh, and Ryan Ridley had this concept. Well, guess what happened? What? The mummy failed spectacularly. <laughs> <laughs> so in the meantime, Kirkman. Uh, and Ryan Ridley, they they rethought their strategy, and they they thought that they'd make Renfield as a horror comedy. Ah, and we saw it. We did. I wondered. I wondered why it said Skybound at the end because that's Robert Kirkman's like comic, you know, company or whatever. So I was like, well, that's weird. But there you go. Yeah, I thought it. Then. I honestly, I thought it was maybe based on a comic, and there is a comic mm. called Renfield. Ah. But as far as I know, it's unrelated. Okay. Interesting. But before we go any further. Yes. I just want to tell everybody out there that we are going to spoil Renfield. It's true. Spoil the crap out of it. So if you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> you may want to pause this if you're if you're sensitive to spoilers. If you don't care or you've seen it, keep listening. Also, if you haven't seen it, I've got good news for you. This is airing on Tuesday the 6th, this episode. Friday of this week, which would be the 9th, mm. Renfield is going to be on Peacock. Well, there you go. Look at that. So if you haven't seen it, you want to wait till Friday to listen to the rest of this episode. <laughs> that is in your power to do. But We've in the done. meantime, uh, yes. Andrew. Oh, boy. Would you please... Give us a three-minute recap of the movie. Yeah. And just so you know, Nicolas Cage is outside your door right now. And if you go over (laughs) your three minutes, Uh I've instructed him to come inside and to tear out your jugular with his teeth, his big, sharp teeth. Well, in all honesty, I feel like that would be something he would do anyway. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck. Whenever you're ready, my friend. <laughs> I totally forgot to do that. I had the three minute recap for some reason. So this <laughs> ought to be fun. Uh, okay, here we go. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of play time. So Renfield is about Renfield, who is a familiar, which is basically like Dracula's henchman to do his bidding. Um, he's been doing it for, I don't know, hundreds of years, hundred years, whatever. And it's now to modern days. He hates doing it. He, he's depressed. He goes to like kind of AA type meetings about 
people that are abusive, like abusive relationships, um, and doesn't quite mention who his abuser is, but it's funny. Anyway, uh, there's another side story going on with Aquafina, who we all love. She plays Rebecca, who's a police officer. Her and her sister work for the police department, and their their dad was a police officer as well, who was killed by the uh, Lobos gang, I believe is their last name, Lobos. Anyway, of course... They meet up. Rebecca is fine looking for these Lobos, and uh, Renfield actually happens to cross paths with them. Eventually, they have a big fight uh, with these Lobos, kill a bunch of them, and of course, it's their <laughs> quote-unquote meet cute, uh, if you will, with a bunch of dead bodies around them. So it turns out, though, that all the people or a lot of the people in the police force are actually working for the Lobos. They're all bad people. Um, Renfield, on the other hand, is going to, like I mentioned, these AA-type meetings. And has all these friends that he's made uh, in these meetings as well. And actually what he does is he will go and uh, listen to their stories, find the abusers of these people, and then bring them back to Dracula to eat uh, these bad people. So long story short, uh, Dracula finds out about Renfield basically starting a new life without him, hates him for it, goes to the Lobos, or the Lobos come to him. He creates like new powerful beings that will worship him and work for him in these Lobos gang. Uh, lots of fighting ensues in this movie, an insane amount of blood. Uh, many people are killed in very fun ways that we'll talk about. Eventually, though, of course, Dracula is defeated by our Rebecca and uh, Renfield. And everyone lives happily ever after, I guess, basically, except the bad guys, the Lobos are all killed. <laughs> I don't know, man. That, there you go. I don't want to get my jugular cut out. <laughs> Well, you you had you had like forty five seconds left. Nah, that's good enough. We'll talk. I just sent him away. He's he, you're good. <clears throat> no more Nicholas Cage at your door. Oh, that's kind of a bummer too, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. Yeah, I know for a fact mm. that you did not finish watching this movie until today. You're right, man. The day that we recorded this. Yes. So it's fresh on your mind. Very fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think of Renfield, my friend? I thought it was fun, man. I knew I knew exactly what I was getting into with this one. It's Nicolas Cage playing Dracula. It's a <laughs> it's a horror comedy. I was like, I think I know what this is gonna be, and it was exactly that. And I had fun with it. It's a crazy, silly, insane movie with uh with some really fun moments. But yeah, overall, it's a good time. Do you have any did oh. you have any dislikes in your dislike column? Just a Too couple. Many notes? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I I agree. I thought it was yeah. a fun movie. I thought mm-hmm. it was a good time. Nice. I have some. I have some issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about those. But overall, yeah, uh, it, it's it's a good time. I think you can handle the massive amounts of CG blood. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I think uh, I think you'll like it. Unless you absolutely hate Nicolas Cage, Nicholas Holt, or even Aquafina, who was kind of less Aquafina in this movie. She really was, yeah. She had a few lines where it was like, oh, there's Aquafina. But yeah, really, she was this was more of a I don't know, toned down a little bit character for her. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So well tell me, uh what you got? What you got for notes, my friend? Well, I'll go. So my dislikes, there was one one that I noticed was there was just a few moments in this movie where it just lagged. 
like I, I I got on my phone a couple of times. And I was like, no, put it down. But I just was like, all right, let's let's move. Like I want to get to some stuff, I guess, or I want to see some more. But it just it just lagged. It was just I don't know, just a few beats, so maybe a little too long. Um, I think it could have been shortened down maybe a little bit. But okay, that yeah, I I I can agree with that. Yay! Thanks, man. The other thing would be. It was, I mean, like I said, I knew what I was getting into. Obviously, I picked this movie and I knew, but it was still very predictable. I was like, oh, here's beginning, middle and end. And it was beginning, middle and end. So it was like, all right, well, the story itself, like it was a lot of fun to watch, but I definitely was like, well, I know exactly how this movie will end. And it sure did. So uh, for the most part, you know, the big beats. Yeah, 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 yeah. This movie is you know, nothing like groundbreaking. I'll say that if you watch it, you're not, you're not going to be like, wow, that is something. I mean, definitely there's some new stuff in it, but you're not going to probably leave and go, wow, that was like, I've never seen anything like that. I don't, that is, that is one of my favorite movies of the year. Right. (laughs) Maybe not saying I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's not one of my, I was being sarcastic. Oh, what sarcasm? What is that? Yeah. You know, it doesn't always translate on a podcast. Oh, but yeah, okay. I was saying I was saying it as an exaggerated joke. Oh, like sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, OK. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, I was going to talk to you about that. Not really the predictability. Uh huh. And I, I didn't really I didn't really write that down, to be honest. Oh, OK. Right on. But. It's an interesting thing. I mean, it's a horror comedy, right? And it's right. a horror comedy about vampires and Dracula. Right. You obviously are going to give this movie some leeway when it comes to the, I mean, I guess the unbelievability right. of some of the things. Right. But there's still little things in the movie that I, I still find myself bothered by. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I know, yeah, we're dealing with a guy who eats bugs and gets insanely <laughs> strong. Right. But at the same time, let's just jump ahead to the big fight in his apartment courtyard. Right. Yes. There's blood flying everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. He's flinging this guy's arms around and this fake CG blood is flying everywhere. But yeah. But then nothing gets on him and Aquafina, basically. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. he he jumps on a guy and kind of rides him down to this pile of bodies where there's a huge splash of blood, like yes. a tidal wave of blood. And he barely has a drop on him. That's totally true. Yep. And then, you know, the other thing that I kind of will give the movie but it's still a reach for me, even with a comedy like this is Mm -hmm. the fact that after that big fight, they're just at a cafe having coffee, (laughs) you know, no cops on them or anything. I mean, I know they just killed a bunch of cops, right? But they just killed like SWAT people. Yes. Then they just walk away and have, Oh, let's go have, let's have a cup of coffee and talk about this. Right. Yep. Uh, I was kind of, uh, I get you. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Something else I'm going to be nitpicky about. Please. 
because it comes with a compliment to the movie. Okay. What did you think of Nicolas Cage? He's Nicolas Cage. Um, I mean, I was, I liked him in it. I thought he was doing his, like, his Nicolas Cage thing, um, of just being a little bit like that over the top character, you know, it's Nicolas Cage, like being a character, I should say he's, he's, does that make sense? He's being a character. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and my, my compliment is there. Uh, I thought honestly, as far as Nicolas Cage's non-serious movies go, mm-hmm. this was one of his best. Nice. I thought he was incredible as Dracula. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't like his teeth. I agree. I agree. His yep. teeth bug me, especially he's supposed to be the Dracula, the classic Dracula You're right. from the original movie. And unless I missed something... I don't think Bella Lugosi's teeth were were filed into little points. I think no, he, he just, just had, had the, thing. yeah, the two incisors. Mm-hmm. As a classic vampire, as the most classic of vampires, except for maybe Nosferatu, right? I think he should have just had the incisors and not the super pointed teeth. I thought that was a little much. I agree. Nope, I agree. I totally agree with that. And then, kind of like you, I thought the movie just kind of dragged at the end. Mm-hmm. Like it was interesting enough the first time, but man, the second time watching this movie, I just, I just realized that I kind of stopped liking the characters. I didn't really care. Yeah, characters that I had liked enough throughout the movie, like uh, like Ben Schwartz, right? Yeah, as Teddy Lobo. Mm-hmm. I liked him throughout the movie, but the moment that he got Renfield powers, he All got right. kind of annoying. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't know. That was just me. Yeah. I always like seeing Ben Schwartz, so I love that guy. I do. I love him, too, and that's why it d- disappointed me a little bit. I get you. Because he was doing a good job still, but right. he's just his character, it wasn't the fun kind of evil. Right. It that was annoying evil, and I was like, ah, shut up already. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was very happy when Renfield took care of him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oof, did he? Oof. Oof-da. Oof, da. <laughs> How about that opening? Dude, I loved the intro. And actually, it made me want to go watch Dracula. Because there's little moments. Because, again, I don't know if I've seen it. I honestly don't know. But, like, you know, I don't know. There's not much dialogue and like there's a moment where he like holds up a candelabra and it's like little pieces and i'm like oh that must be from the original movie because i don't remember that yeah. i don't know what that means and so i think there's a lot of those moments from the original pretty much, movie pretty much all of the black and white stuff mm-hmm. was taken straight from dracula and they just replaced bella lugosi and i forget the original actor who played renfield mm-hmm. they replaced them with obviously nicholas cage and nicholas holt right that's pretty cool. That is very cool. Also, it bugs me that Nicholas Cage and Nicholas Holt spell their first names differently. <laughs> well, otherwise, how are you going to differentiate the two of them? By their last name, Andrew. Oh. Well, I guess when you're talking to them, you call you call Nicholas Cage Nicholas Cage, but then you go, "Hey, Nicholas Holt." <laughs> Nicholas. Maybe, maybe it's like a like a 
England spelling or something. I think he was. I think he's from England. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a different spelling there or something. I don't know. Aren't they all from England though? Uh, pretty much everyone in in Hollywood is at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, every time I look, I'm like, I'll see an interview with an actor. They have you know an accent to us anyway, and I'm like, what? Whoa. Okay. <laughs> it just happens all the time now. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> uh what did you think of uh, well not what did you think mm. did you recognize somebody at the uh what is it the bad relationships anonymous i forget what they called it Ugh. i should have written that down but it's the bad relationships uh meetings this the help meetings right. did you recognize the one girl she uh, looks so familiar carol i know exactly which one you're talking about that was uh, Jenna Cannell, who played Tara in Terrifier. Oh, dude. First Terrifier. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I knew her. I was like, this is bugging me, and I forgot to look it up. Brian. I was so excited to see her. That was That's awesome. so cool. To see actors from Terrifier and mm-hmm. Terrifier 2 succeeding in other movies is... Right. And as a quick aside, Terrifier 3 was just greenlit. So I just saw that. Oh, my gosh. What are they going to do next? I will say at the at the whatever you call it, the kind of Alcoholics Anonymous type meetings they go to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brandon Scott Jones, who's kind of the leader of it. I love him dearly. He he's on the show. And I think I mentioned this to you, to you ghosts. And he's oh. hilarious on ghosts. Wait, somebody else was on Ghosts. Who else was in Ghosts? I think you mentioned a different actor as well. Maybe. That was um, in one of our other movies. Was somebody from Evil uh, Dead Rise in Ghosts? Nope. I don't think so. Somebody from Tourist Trap? From Tourist Trap? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to look, I guess. Well, that's awesome. He was also in The Good Place. <laughs> yep. Yes, he was. He was the reporter or like the like gossip columnist. Yeah, or whatever. Right. Yeah, he's great. He, I think he is. I think he has a great timing. And in this one, especially, there's that moment where he's like, I don't know why you worded it like that. But yes, yeah. I was laughing. I was like, that's his, the way he delivers that line is perfect. So I props to Brandon Scott Jones. I love that guy. Focus on your needs. I mean, I just haven't thought about any of my needs in years. But if you were to stop focusing on his needs, what would happen? If I don't... Yeah, what would what? happen? Stop focusing on his needs, what would happen? He won't grow to full power. Exactly, right. he won't grow to full power. What, that's so weird. Why would you phrase it like that? But yes, he's right. He's absolutely right. I saw it on the trailer too, and I was like, yes, he's so good, so. Yeah. Yeah, I... I... There was a few. There was a bunch of good lines. Now, um, yeah. What? So tell me, what did you like about this movie? What, tell me, besides Nicolas Cage. Right, right. Tell me some things you got written down, my friend. Yeah. So I, obviously, the first thing was the intro. I just thought the black and white. Yeah. Was awesome. Um, Huge agree. Yeah. I loved. There was just a lot of quick lines that made me laugh. There was one moment that I loved, and I wrote it down. Was when uh, Dracula is in Renfield's apartment and he just looks down and looks at the mat that says, welcome, please come in. 
and a skip uh, and i was like so good they don't mention I, anything about it yeah. if you don't know vampire lore you're gonna be like what but just watch it i was like yes that's so funny i thought that was so clever yeah and because obviously I, i'm pretty sure everybody listening knows vampire lore but if you don't right. You right, have right. to invite a vampire in mm-hmm. traditionally for them to be able to come into your place. And the fact that he put out this stupid welcome mat <laughs> that says, come on in. <laughs> I thought it was so good. So, And I love, I do appreciate that they didn't like spoon feed the audience with that too. There was a few times yeah. where I was like, okay, thank you. Like we likely people get those jokes if they're here for this movie. So I was like, good. I, I appreciated that, that we weren't spoon fed anything. I really, I did enjoy the fights. I will say one of my nitpicky things was there was so much CGI blood, like, and yeah. it was a lot. Like, I, I, you know me on practical effects. I love my practical effects. So when it was like so much CGI blood, I was like, ah, all right, all right. That being said, the fights were a lot of fun to watch. They were it a lot of fun choreography. So some of them were a little ridiculous. Um, yes. I mean, him throwing arms at at other SWAT guys strong enough so that the arms impale them mm-hmm. was a little weird. But, I mean, I'm giving that to the comedy of the movie. Right, right. Comedy that just did not hit with me. Yeah, come on, Renfield. Come on, come on writers. Come on, Robert Kirkman. Gosh. The fights were great. Yeah, like yeah. I said, like I said, I, I actually wasn't really bothered by the amount of CG blood, mm-hmm. but the fact that it didn't happen, like it didn't really get anywhere. Right, right. Like even even not just them, but when I think about it, that apartment, that whole apartment complex should have just been covered in blood and stuff. Yeah. And it just wasn't. Yeah. Which made the CG blood feel more fake. Right. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I have a question, and maybe this isn't the original Dracula, but oh, does God. Renfield like eat bugs? Is that a thing? That's a classic thing. Did you ever see Bram Stoker's Dracula? I have never actually seen it. I know. What? I know. I know. Oh, I know buddy. the style of it. I've seen. I've seen plenty of images from it, but I've never actually watched it. Wow! 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 Yeah. wow. I am yeah. so excited for you that you get to see that movie for the first time at some point. Does it follow the book okay, or is it totally its own thing? You yeah, know? a little bit, yeah. It follows oh, wow, okay. Are you a big fan of the book, are you? No, I just was curious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Andrew watching Bram Stoker's Dracula. Ah, that's a bad adaptation. That never happened. <laughs> curious. I'm like, I just, the style of it looks just so unique that I was like, I wonder if this is just not even like the original like source material. If this is just its own thing. Okay, so we're not talking about Renfield right. for this entire episode. I'm just going to talk about Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay, let's do Gary it. Oldman. <laughs> Gary so, Oldman. So, uh, welcome to Fun with Not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to see that. Okay. But yes, Renfield uh, eats bugs. I don't know that they really gave him superpowers right. until this. Uh, but yeah, he's he's traditionally always eating bugs. Interesting. Uh, after he becomes Dracula's familia. Familia. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. And I was like, I wonder if that's a thing. 
um, but I didn't know. So cool. Right on. Now you know. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. And now you got to see Bram Stoker's Dracula. I know. I do. Maybe it'll. Maybe I'll put it on our list. Starring the one and only Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. He plays Jonathan Harker, who is a classic character from the book. Oh. Yeah. Who plays Amina- Renfield? Oh, Renfield. Yeah. Crap. You know. Crap. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I totally. What a jerk. I caught you off guard, dude. Uh, of course. Duh. Because I was. Here's the stupid thing, my friend. Uh-huh. I just had. That may be the biggest brain fart ever. Because when you asked about Renfield eating bugs. Uh-huh. The first image that popped into my head was Tom Waits as Renfield in Bram Stoker's Dracula eating bugs. And then suddenly you asked me who played Renfield. And my mind just went like. Kerfluey. Random. Tom Waits? Yeah, Tom Waits, the singer. He yeah. plays. He's an amazing Renfield. What? That's so random. All right. Isn't yeah, and then isn't Anthony Hopkins in that one too? As yes. He plays Bad Helsink. Oh, okay. I didn't, yeah, I knew that. I just didn't know if I that was a spoiler. I don't know. I don't know. All right. You know, I had I had a day where I was playing board games, this Dracula board game, and uh-huh. Van Helsing is a character you, that you can be, and I just kept calling him Van Helsing. So <laughs> I always say Van Helsing whenever I say his name, even though nobody knows why I'm saying it, and they probably think I'm an idiot. Well, now people know, and no one will think you're an idiot anymore. <laughs> now everybody knows I'm an idiot. <laughs> hey, stop it. Hey, here's a little horror, little Easter egg for Renfield. Lay it on me. Did you, by any chance, recognize Teddy Lobo's lawyer in the police station? The hot blonde that came and let him out? No, no, I don't even remember that part. Okay, so he's in the police station Yeah. After, near the beginning of the movie. Right, oh, right, yeah, the, and he's like giving everything away, and he's not even talking to anyone. Yes, got it. <laughs> so his lawyer was none other than Caroline, Carolyn Williams, who played Stretch, in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh, cool, dude. Well, that's a nice little uh, nice little homage or shout out, whatever Heck the yeah. word is. That's cool. Yeah. I loved I loved seeing her in this. This was so that's great. Cool. Yeah, and then we got uh Shore Agdashlu, which I practice saying that Shore Agdashlu. Nice. As Bella Francesca Lobo. Mama Lobo. Yeah. She's, yeah, yes. Very, very unique voice. Distinctive. Very, exactly. Like, if if you heard just her voice, you would know exactly who it is. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I believe believe she's in the next Assassin's Creed game as well. Ah, she definitely is. Mirage. So now we're just going to talk about Assassin's Creed for the rest of the episode. Fair enough. First game I ever platinum <laughs> on the PlayStation, Assassin's Creed 2. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> uh, who was your favorite character in Assassin's Creed? Please say it for me. Ezio Auditore da Firenze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, used to... oh, I love it. When we became friends and you worked at the Coffee Bean... You yeah. used to always, you always, you always say that. I would. It would always crack me up. 
And like uh, too much, I think I said it too much. <laughs> I don't think so because I still love it. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Assassin's Creed Three? I loved it. <laughs> I did. It's got the best soundtrack of all of them. Oh my god, I actually agree with you. This yeah. is it's a perfect soundtrack. It's amazing. You and me, friend. <laughs> you and me. I love you, buddy. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but that's not what I was really asking. What What did you think of Dracula's lair in the hospital? <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> it was awesome, right? Know. Yeah, it was. It was totally awesome. I was trying to figure out the red. Was that bags of blood? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought it was, but I was not positive. So totally awesome. Like yeah, on the was... throne or whatever. Yeah. And the green lighting. Yeah, the green was awesome. Really dude. cool. Mm-hmm. And also because at the beginning of the movie, uh, there's this whole thing where these vampire hunters are almost mm-hmm. capturing Dracula. Mm-hmm. And Renfield breaks the circle of powder. Mm-hmm. And but the windows are open and Dracula gets burned up by a fire, <laughs> but survives. Right. And I loved, loved, loved not just two things. I love the makeup effects. Mm. Yes. Dracula burned but healing. Yes. Oh my gosh. But I also loved Nicolas Cage's acting. Yeah. Because it was slightly different according to how healed he was. Totally. Yes. I absolutely oh, agree. He was so good. He was good, dude. It's Nick. He's he's the best, man. I love Nick. He is the best, but honestly, I just really, really was super impressed with him in this movie mm-hmm. more than mo- more than most. That's fair, and you could tell like he was having a blast with this role. You can just mm-hmm. tell he's having fun. He loved it. Yeah, yeah, loved it. I loved I loved when Dracula turned into bats. Yeah, that was awesome. That was great. That was a great special effect. Well, that, and I did love, too, when he kind of turned into smoke and would charge him. I thought that looked really yes. cool. I thought that was yes. a really cool look. I agree, man. Yeah. Here's here's a little nitpick I noticed. oh When Dracula goes to the gymnasium, this part mm-hmm. kind of bothered me. Okay. Not because Not because he slaughtered all of Renfield's group. Right. Uh, but... Because he supposedly needs, he's finally found the blood of innocence. Right. Which he's been asking for and searching for this whole movie. Yep. He barely drinks any of that blood. He just slashes all these people, like, in the neck with his vampire claws. Yeah. And then when he gets to uh, poor Mark, the, the group leader, he, like, like, I guess he could have drank some of that blood, but he basically just reaches down with his big teeth and, like, takes a chomp out of Mark's neck. Yeah. So I, I guess that. that was... And then he's healed after that. Like, the rest of his injuries are healed. So I guess right. that was just enough blood. But it would have been nice mm-hmm. to see him actually stopping to drink some of that blood. Right. And the the only thing I think, I guess... 
would be like he does all of it really fast as like Renfield's like flying through the air. Yeah. And I didn't know if he was doing it just quick or quick so you can see it and then go. I don't know. Yeah, that was kind of weird, too. I mean. It's kind of a neat effect with Renfield flying in the air in slow motion, but I don't know. It's kind of. And then when he's talking to Renfield afterwards. Mm-hmm. There's like light coming in through the gym windows, like bright light. And I'm like, where's this light coming from? Yeah. It was almost like they filmed it during the day and didn't even worry about the sunlight coming in. Might be it. <laughs> because then in another shot, it's dark and you can tell that it's nighttime outside. Right. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Eh, that's fair. I will say I was I even wrote I was bummed that the group died. Yeah, and then I was happy, of course, later. But like, I was like, "Oh man, I liked all of them," and like, they're just they're they're good. <laughs> like, it was such a bummer. Yeah, but that but then you that leads you to another question: mm-hmm. rules. You have to set rules. Yes, in a, in yep. a movie, no matter even if it's a comedy, you have to set rules. And are the rules that Dracula can bring anybody back from the dead with his blood? I guess I knew it had healing power, so I guess it must be like super healing power because resurrection powers, my friend. Yeah, geez. Traditionally, when that happens, mm-hmm. they are now vampires. Right. Well, maybe that's the sequel. <laughs> it's just the group that's vampires. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. That'd be kind of fun. I, I can see that being a good time. Yeah, I mean, if they do that, then that will not bother me at all. Yeah, that's fair. Like, Renfield 2, and, oh, guess what? All these people that Dracula brought back, they're all vampires now. Right. So that was my question, too. Like, so Renfield is a familiar who's been alive for 100, what a, you know, so so long. Does he heal? Like, I know that Dracula's blood heals his stomach when it gets cut open and everything, but, like... He's been alive for a hundred years. Can he still die? Like, I don't quite get his rules either. It kind of seemed like he could die. Yeah, that's, yeah. And it seemed like, number one, Dracula's blood could heal him. Right. But number two, bugs seem to be able to heal him as well. Okay. Because in his first fight with uh, that big guy, uh, what was his name? Apache Joe. Apache Joe. Apache Joe, excuse me, Apache Joe. Yes. Apache Joe slices open his stomach and his guts start to come out and he eats a bug and he's able to put his guts in and his stomach is back together when he meets up with Dracula later and Dracula slices open his belly again. Well, his stomach is there, but he has tape around his stomach. So I didn't know if he was like it was duct tape. I didn't know if he was keeping everything in. I don't know. I don't know. I got to watch that part. Yeah, maybe that's maybe I missed that two times. I don't know. Maybe maybe he was just holding his belly closed with duct tape and Dracula like slices it open again. Slice the duct tape open. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll write the director. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So we got the whole ending. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I just kinda by that point it was interesting. I did like you said, it was predictable. Right, I knew right. as soon as you saw the remote control that opened the windows. Right. Yeah. Yep. You knew that was going to happen. Of course. Yeah. Well, I will say that I, it did make me laugh 
because I've seen like in other movies where, you know, when you make like a a circle around someone, it's like salt or whatever. I thought it was funny that they used cocaine in this one since they were in the drug dealer's place. Yes. I was like, that's that's clever and funny. So I as soon I as he that. as soon as he said you have to make a circle with powder. Yeah. I, I knew it was gonna be cocaine, but it was <laughs> right. Funny, so. Yeah, it was just funny to see it, though. I was like, all right, cool. They did it. <laughs> yeah. So the music, did you, mm-hmm. did the music stand out to you at all? Not really. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I am looking forward to the week that we have a movie where the music does stand out. There's you. been some. There's been some. Well, I know there have. I, I know. But it, it's been a little while, I feel. Yeah, it, that's true. That's true. What about so, you? It was fine. Okay. It had some it had some cool moments. It was Marco Beltrami who has done some great great sound. I mean, he's the one that did the original Scream movies. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Scream 1 through 4 he did. Woo. So he's obviously he's done some great scores. Right. Scream 1's great, man. Holy moly. I think he did Logan um oh, Yeah, he's done some great ones, but He's also done a bunch of scores that are just there. Mm. Like they just kind of sound, I hate to use the word, but generic. Gotcha. Maybe just a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, just, a, I don't know. But I don't want to say that in case Marco's <laughs> right. listening. Right. But I got to be honest. Yeah. So, but I did like there were moments in the score that I liked. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I just thought it was, it was, it was serviceable. All right. There you go. Best word. I like that. <laughs> you got anything else? I don't. I don't have a, like a lot of notes for this one. Well, there we go. Right. I mean, it wasn't a very complicated movie. It's not. No, no, no. There were no deeper meanings. meanings. Hey, we just said the same thing. At the same time. <laughs> jinx. At the same time, Jinx. Yes. <laughs> Buy me a Coke. I will, too. I know you will. <laughs> and it'll come in the mail and I'll open it up and it'll spray all over me because of carbonation. That's right. <laughs> Science. <laughs> Ready for three questions? Let's do it. Who would cross the bridge of death must answer me these questions three. Question number one, my friend. Yeah, buddy. Oh, this is a good one, actually. What did you think was the best kill or death in this movie? This movie being Renfield. Right. Thank you. There was a lot of deaths, but the one that just like it was one of the first ones because it just caught me so off guard. And I feel like we probably won't have the same one was Apache Joe. I thought him getting his head punched, flying through the window and then hitting the car window with uh, with Ben Schwartz in it. I was like, what just happened? And my mouth dropped. I was like, oh, wow, we're going there. So that one just stuck out. It just made me laugh. And I was like, wow, this is fun. And see, there you go. There's like a great example where my disappointment in the realism of the blood yeah. didn't always extend because I love that, too. It wasn't my no. favorite. It's not the one I picked, but I did like that, too. I thought it was funny. Yeah. What did you pick? My pick was a quick one <laughs> in the courtyard of the apartment uh-huh. when they're fighting. Renfield reaches out really quick and just... <laughs> rips the face off of one of the SWAT guys. Yes. And I thought that was horrifying and hilarious at the same time. I thought that was fantastic. Good one, dude. Yeah, I know. I watched that. I was like, ah. 
<laughs> the guy's just like <laughs> with like no skin on his face. It's so good. Ah, <laughs> uh, Andrew. Yeah, buddy. Was Renfield scary? I would call I would call this a, a comedy uh, more than horror. So for me, no, it was not scary. I agree with you. Nice. But here's the thing. Here's right on a little me. caveat. Ooh. And this is why I think Nicolas Cage was fantastic. Mm. He not that he was like scary, like, ooh, he's scary. Right. But he got serious at times as Dracula. Mm-hmm. And it's another reason he didn't always play Dracula as over the top kind of goofy Dracula. Right. He actually got serious at times. And in those moments, I was like, Dracula Nicolas Cage could make me trip over my words and he could also play a really good scary dracula totally yep absolutely fair yep (laughs) i agree andrew yes final question did you have fun with horror i did i did have fun yay (laughs) what about you i had fun i had fun (laughs) i don't know that i'm gonna be in a hurry to watch this one again i agree but if somebody came over to my apartment and said, oh, you have Renfield? Let's watch it. I'd be like, let's watch it, friend. <laughs> Renfield. Like, I was just, just going to say what's Renfield. Friendfield. Oh, is that what you said? I thought you said that. Too. No, I just said Renfield. You said <laughs> Friendfield? Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> Thanks, man. You're my best friend, Field. You're my best friend, Field. (laughs) I used my power for a lot of things, but I didn't need to use it on you. You were a lawyer who wanted to get rich off a real estate deal. You're the one who used me. You used my power because you're a husk. An empty void that nothing can fill. The only thing that gave your life any meaning was my power. The power you used to bring me victims while you pretended to be one yourself. (sighs) However, I'm the real victim here. I'm the one you swore to protect. And you abandoned me. All right, buddy. My week, uh, as we just talked about, was a comedy horror. But now it's up to you. Are we doing another comedy horror? Are we doing something? Scary, 80s, new. What are we doing, man? I'm excited. Buddy, (laughs) I would not normally pick a movie that I know is probably going to be bad. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But I was looking through iTunes, and there's a movie that just released on Apple. Oh, man. I've been waiting for it to release on Apple. And I didn't know if I would have the balls to pick it when it when it finally happened. Hey, you got this that. this currently has a three percent rating on Rotten oh. Tomatoes. Three oh. percent, buddy. Mm. Are you ready to watch Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? I <laughs> 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 I had 
had so many movies in my head that I was like, should I pick this one? Should I pick this one? And I saw this one and I said, I don't know, man. I know this is not going to be good. But I've got to see it. And in a way, my birthday is June 17th. And that episode is going to probably air, what, three days after my birthday. So this is, in essence, in essence my birthday movie. Oh, buddy. So, yeah. I grew I, Winnie the Pooh is like my favorite as a kid. Yeah. Oh, you know, it was it was Where the Wild Things Are, then mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh. And I read this book called The Tao of Pooh that changed my life at one point because it it relates uh the Taoism mm-hmm. philosophy to Winnie the Pooh and his friends. Wow. Great book. So when I heard that there was a horror movie in which Winnie the Pooh and Piglet kill people, I had to see it. And then I heard it was awful, but I still have to see it. Will you watch this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was okay, I've good. Been so curious about this movie since it came out. But boy, I did not. I was not expecting this, man. This is probably the first. No, that's not true. I, there's been lots I didn't know what you were going to pick, but this is like the first like wide miss of what I thought you would pick. So, <laughs> whoa, man. I'm excited. This is going to be an interesting episode. Did you have any movies in your head when I said that I don't normally pick movies that I know are probably going to be bad? I just went to like 80s, like I, like some of those ones that you probably saw in... Um, uh, in search of darkness part gosh three. thank you i thought maybe it was like an 80s no one's heard of type movie so this yeah yeah i did not think this at all <laughs> i i can't wait i'm actually really excited <laughs> I, I because i just i don't i'm speechless dude i have nothing to say i don't know <laughs> Well, then, thank you, everybody, for listening. (laughs) We really, really hope you'll join us next episode for my birthday episode, plus Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, uh, directed by Reese Frake Waterfield and starring the great Natasha Tosini, the amazing Craig David Dowsett, the incredible Amber Dewing Thorne, and the magnanimous Maria Taylor. Those adjectives, man. This movie's gonna be the best. It's, yeah, it's gonna be something. It'll Ooh. probably be the best, highest listened to episode we ever do. If it's not. Ever did, ever did. Let me just say right. ever did. <laughs> If it's not, then uh, what's even the point? What is even the point? So, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. We're on social media. Here's all this stuff. Just find us Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. On Twitter, at FunWHorror. Please go on Apple, iTunes, uh, podcasts, and leave us a nice review. It would really help us. Uh, yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, I mean, if you like us. If you don't like us, then don't leave a review, please. Don't. Yeah, no, no. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. And with that, Andrew and I are going to go put on our clothes and uh, enjoy the rest of our evening. (laughs) Thank goodness these are not these are not uh, on YouTube. I'll just say that. Yeah. Yet. (laughs) Yet. Yet.
All right, buddy. I love you. I love you too, buddy. Thanks for being my best buddy. Hey, thank you for being my best buddy. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the end of the episode. Go home. You don't have to go home. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. It was talking about Mitch. What? I know this is like way down the list of bad stuff, but he's also really into ska. The kind of music. Yes. Fishbone, mustard plug, voodoo glow ska. I fucking hate that shit. I'm so sorry, Caitlin. I'm so Mark. I am. So, I'm so it's sorry. Okay. Is that the one that's 99% horns? Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking. No, that's a huge oversimplification of Scott's innovative contribution to music. Oh my God, who am I?